Welcome to Book Bistro, where book enthusiasts come to chat about the books they love in a warm and supportive environment. Today is Friday, August 20th, 2021. This is Shannon, and tonight I am here with Kristen, Amber, Brooke, Sarah, Stacy, Mika, and Natalia. And we are talking about books coming out in September. September is almost here. There are so many fantastic things releasing this month, and we are here to tell you about, well, I would say a few of them, but quite a few of them. <laughs> So I'm going to start out with the usual housekeeping information, then we will get started with Sarah, then Kristen, Amber, Brooke, Stacy, me, Mika, and last, of course, is Natalia. You can find us on Twitter and on Facebook by searching Book Bistro Podcast. You can always post just on the Book Bistro timeline. Some of you have done that. I'm always so happy to see when you've published posts there. You can join our Facebook listener group where you can chat with us as well as with other podcast listeners. You can keep an eye on some of what we're reading. We usually update you each Wednesday with a look at our current reads. If you'd like to get a hold of us and social media is not really your thing, you can email us. That address is thebookbistropodcast at gmail.com. I was super excited to see that the first book I'm going to talk about tonight was coming out in September. I really, really am not always a fan of a long running series, but I love this one. And Seanan McGuire, who is the author, does it such justice. And the book is called When Sorrows Come, October Day, number 15. It's written by Seanan McGuire and it's coming out on September 14th. So if I told you the plot of this book, which looks phenomenal. It would um, kind of be confusing if you haven't read this series. So let me give you a little background about October Day, who is the main character in this really, really awesome series. She is a half fae changeling, and she is a private investigator for matters that are not human in nature. So she does a lot of solving of conundrums and mysteries for the Fae. And she often finds herself in a lot of very dramatic situations where she has to be the hero. And what I love about this series is that Toby is kind of a fighter. She's very loyal to the people who she calls family, but she's not like a stereotypical long running um, urban fantasy type character in my opinion. I don't know if Shannon would agree with me, but she's, she's got a very like gentle side as well. She's very caring and she seems to just bring all these people into her found family along the way throughout the books, which makes the plot stay 
interesting and engaging and not like, oh, well, the author's still writing this series. And she really should have stopped like six books ago. Like every book of hers seems new and fresh and the characters are always interesting to read about. So if you like urban fantasy series, um, I would definitely recommend that you pick up the October Day series. And if you, like me, have read all the books and are excited for When Sorrows Come, it is coming out on September 14th, and it is book number 15, and it is by Seanan McGuire, who is, in my opinion, one of the goddesses of urban fantasy series. Seanan McGuire is amazing, whether she's writing under that name or under the Mira Grant name. Mira Grant, yes. I am very behind in this series. Like I've only read the first four books, so I have such a long way to go. My first book tonight is The Bastard's Betrayal. Scandalous Scions, number one, by Katie Roberts. Yay! And this looks really, really good. Um, So I can't really gather if this is like a royal family. I don't think so, but it's a mafia family or a mob family as they're calling it. And Rose is their, their they call her a mob princess. <laughs> and she has violently overprotective parents, a giant extended family all ready to kill anybody who looks at her wrong. And Ooh. So, you know, she's learning to run a business that's not exactly, you know, law abiding. And so she meets this guy who's not a part of that kind of life. And she falls really hard for him. And they start to date. This guy, his name is Dante. Dante was sent on an undercover mission to find weaknesses within Rose's family. We don't know by who or for what reason. Heartbreak will be coming. uh, Yes. Yes. And, you know, but he doesn't expect when he's sent on this mission to fall in love with the heir to the family. But they start to date, and then somehow she finds out that he has betrayed her. Yeah, I bet she does. <laughs> um, and she rightfully gets very upset about this, and she dumps him and Hi, immediately bye. becomes engaged to the heir of a rival family. Oh, geez. And Dante says, oh, no, 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 no. That is not how this is going to go, little princess. And he is willing to do whatever it takes to get her back, even if that means going to war. And this is everything that is in the synopsis. So I just, I want this book like yesterday. (laughs) Um, This this kind of thing really intrigues me. Um, I used to read a lot of like, um, I, I don't know, would you like covert mob boss stuff and mafia stuff? And I, I really like 
the books that are like motor motorcycle gangs or clubs and, and oh things my gosh. like that. Yes. So this looks like it's right up my alley. And I've never heard of this author before. <gasps> um, so she could have other things. I don't know. She but does. She does. She has. Ooh, I think I'm, Stacey talked about her. Yeah. For a, a Hades and Persephone retelling. Yeah. I love those. So I'll, I'll have to look her up then. But this book is the first in this series. So it is called The Bastard's Betrayal. Scandalous Scions number one by Katie Roberts, and it will be out on September 13th. So if you want something to hold you over until then, she has a six book um, mob series called The O'Malley's, and I love them. My first book this evening that I am very excited about coming out in September is Neil by Candace Beaufort, and it comes out on September 14th. Russ lives in Louisiana, and he plays football in high school, and he is a great football player, and he looks forward to, you know, coming out uh, nationally, either in college or pro, it doesn't really say, but one act by the police in arresting his best friend and Russ decides that he is going to kneel before a high school football game during the national anthem. And this talks about the racism and hatred that Russ is confronted with, but it is also a testament to friendship and an unlikely, unlikely ally. So I'm really excited to read this one. Kneeling before football games is a really big issue. um, And it will be interesting to see how this author tackles it. So again, that book is Kneel by Candice Buford out on September 14th. So the first book that I'm going to talk about today is The Hawthorne Legacy. The Inheritance Games, number two, by Jennifer Lynn Barnes, and it comes out on September 7th. So all of yours come out on September 7th. Do they? I didn't actually actually double check, but it's actually possible. I think so. um, That's so funny. It's going to be a great day. Good thing I it's, will be moved into my new place by then. So I will it's have true. You can actually like sit around and read. Yes. So in order to really talk about this book, uh, even a little tiny bit, I kind of need to go back to the first book. So in the first book, which um, imaginatively is called The Inheritance Games, um, we meet Avery. And Avery has just had a really rough life. Her family is not very well off. Um, so all she really wants to do, and also her, her family's kind of, the family life is a little kind of troubled. So all she really wants to do is she just wants to graduate high school, get a job, and just get out of here. Well, she gets a letter, and she discovers that she has, has inherited the, a billionaire's fortune. So his name is Tobias Hawthorne. 
and he it's a he's like a billionaire and she doesn't know she has no idea like who this guy is or why he would give her this money but in order for her to even consider taking the money she has to move into Hawthorne Manor and what to add to all this his whole entire family is living there so we've got his three uh not, not three sorry four um grandsons there's i can't remember two of them but the two main ones that we kind of get to know a lot more are grayson who he thinks that she's a con artist and he's determined to like figure out what she's doing and then we also have Jameson, and Jameson, he thinks that this is just another game of his grandfather, because his grandfather used to love riddles and puzzles and, like, a whole bunch of other games. So she, he thinks that she's just a game to solve. So she moves into this place, and a lot happens, and there was this big, like, reveal at the end of the book. And so in the second book, we go on from this reveal and Avery is still living um, with the Hawthorne boys and a couple of their moms. And like a lot really hasn't changed for them. They're, they're still kind of trying to figure her out and they're still suspicious and she at the same time wants to know like why she still wants to know like why am I inheriting this money so sadly that is all I can tell you so this is the Hawthorne legacy the inheritance games number two and it's by Jennifer Lynn Barnes and it comes out on September 7th I'm really excited about my first book tonight. It is by a new to me author and I saw it and I thought, oh my gosh, I have to have this. This book is First Love, Take Two, The Trouble with Hating You, book two by Sajani Patel. And this book is about a lovely young woman. And I'm sorry if I'm pronouncing her name wrong. Her name is Preeti Patel. And she is just on the cusp of realizing all of her dreams of becoming a doctor, you know, but she's kind of struggling a little bit. She has this wonderful traditional family with no boundaries and it's a little tough for her. And she's finally found this great place to stay, but spoiler alert, her roommate is her ex. OMG, what do you do when that happens? I don't even know. So they decide they can be, you know, roommates and Daniel Thompson is her ex and he is a smoking hot cook and he and she had this wonderful love until their families got in the way. So on this time around, will they be strong enough to stand up for each other and for their love? I need this book in my life. It is called First Love, Take Two, The Trouble with Hating You, Book Two by Sajani Patel, and it comes out on September 21st. Mine. 
Yeah. The answer to that question, that last question better be yes. I know. <laughs> <laughs> like anytime, anytime there's a blurb, it's like, will they be able? And I'm like, if they ain't, I'm not, I'm going to be mad. That's right. I won't be reading it. <laughs> This just looks so great. And I love books where one of the protagonists is a cook or a chef. Cause you know, there's always going to be some food porn in a romance with a cook or a chef. So bring it. So my first pick tonight, technically should have been Natalia's. Um, she sent <gasps> me a really nice list of books and, you know, I don't take advantage too often of my, like, role of, of book assigner for these episodes, but this time I did. And so I kept, like, some of the best thrillers for myself this month. Scandal. <laughs> don't worry, I'll beat her up later. <laughs> so my first pick tonight is Rock, Paper, Scissors by Alice Feeney. And this comes out on September 7th. Alex, Alice Feeney is masterful at what she does. She creates these very dark, very twisty thrillers where you're pretty sure you know what's happening and then something just blows it completely out of the water. So Rock, Paper, Scissors is her fourth book and it is about a marriage. Um, the protagonists are Mr. and Mrs. Wright and apparently things have been wrong in their relationship for a long time. They decide that they're going to go away on this romantic weekend to Scotland, hopefully to set things right in their marriage. But obviously, because this is a thriller, um, things do not go as well as they hoped. So an interesting twist here is that the hero of the novel, or at least the husband, I don't know that he's the hero technically, I suppose, um, has a condition known as face blindness. So he doesn't recognize people visually. And I think that's really interesting. I know that this is a disability that exists, but it's not one that I've read much about. And I don't know anyone who lives with this um, in real life. So I'm interested to see how this is portrayed in a book, especially in a thriller. So because of his face blindness, apparently sometimes he does not recognize his own wife, which makes me wonder, like, you know, maybe the woman that he went to Scotland with isn't really his wife. I don't know. We, if you want to find out, like I do, you will have to read it. It is Rock, Paper, Scissors by Alice Feeney, and it comes out on September 7th. Ooh. If they have to play Rock, Paper, Scissors and they lose, yes. do, they, do they die? Because I'm really horrible at that game. I, I, so I already know not, I'd be gone. I don't know. Okay, so my first choice tonight is a book called Last Scene Alone by Laura Griffin. And that book comes out, oh, all the way at the end of September, September 28th. So mm. if Laura Griffin is sounding like an author that is familiar to you, it is because she wrote the Tracers series um, and a couple of other series. And it's all like romantic suspense. Um, all of it. Oh, takes I remember place the in Tracers. Yes. Yes. And all of it takes place in Texas. Um, and so this, this book, it looks really explosive. So um, you have Lee, who is a lawyer, and she works to assist clients who are victims of sexual exploitation um, and extortion. 
Um, and the blurb said that she goes after some of the sleaziest of criminals to make sure that her clients are given the restitution that they deserve. And then we have Brandon, who is um, a homicide detective. And Lee, Lee kind of, you know, she just, she's very ambitious as a lawyer and it's, it's the job, the job, the job. And there's not really much room for anything else. Brandon, um, so she and Brandon find a car in the middle of the road, a puddle of blood in the middle of the woods, but no body. So they can't find, they can't find the person and they don't know if they're dead or alive. They're guessing that the person is probably dead. All they find is an ID in the car and they have to figure out what's going on. And it sounds like it's going to take people on lots of twists and turns like any good thriller or romantic suspense book would. So um, again, the book is called Last Scene Alone by, by Laura Griffin. And the book comes out September 28th. This looks really good. I haven't read Laura Griffin yet, but I really want oh, to. Oh, you're in for a treat. The, the Tracer series in and of itself is phenomenal. It is. Oh my gosh. I'm so happy she's coming up with something else. Yes. So my first book is a thriller. Let's, you know, keep it going. And it's a thriller I've been trying to talk about since March. Or April. Was it March or April, Shannon? April, I think. But it's, and it's finally actually coming out. Let me knock on wood. I did try to keep it for myself, but she took it back. So I did. <laughs> it was a very vicious, shortly, um, what do you say? Played out battle? Short lived. It was a short lived battle. Short lived battle. Yes, it was. So this book is Friends Like These by Kimberly McWright. And, um, this book comes out September the 7th. So very Ooh. soon. Yay. Very soon. And this book is about college friends 10 years after graduation. Ooh. I don't know if I want to see friends from college 10 years after graduation. I'll let y'all know. Especially friends, friends like these. Because apparently everyone has those friends. You know, the ones where it doesn't matter how long it's been or how badly they behaved or what they've done or how late at night it is. But when the call comes, you just show up. No questions asked. And these friends ended up in the Catskills. I guess that's a place. Yes. uh, With the best of intentions, especially after what happened to Alice. None of them want to lose another person. They can't bear it. (laughs) And... They will do anything to make sure that another person in their number does not get lost. They'll go farther than they ever thought they would. But in the end, maybe that's what catches up with them. Because the fact that they're such a complicated group with so much history, so many secrets that slip out in inopportune moments. And But even though this is happening, they love each other no matter what, in spite of all these things. And, you know, there's something so beautiful about unconditional love like that between friends, but it can turn ugly. And they all just have so much, very much to hide. Oh, I can't wait to read Friends Like These by Kimberly McCrate. It comes out September the 7th. 
And there are a couple gorgeous books already out by Kimberly McCrate. So if you have not discovered this gem of an author, go buy a book. Oh, A Good Marriage and Reconstructing Amelia. And I really, where they really found loved her. where they found her. That was yeah, that's my, my favorite. favorite. Next up for me tonight is by an author who I love, and I've never read a book by her I didn't love. And um, this book is called Tin Queen, Tin Gypsy, book six, by one of my favorites, Devney Perry. And it is also coming out September 14th. It must be a very big day. I, think I know all what I'm going to be books doing. Are. I think they are too. So I might be like calling work like, I don't feel good. <laughs> <laughs> probably not a good idea to do if you work for a university in the fall after the students come back probably not probably lead to a covid test so maybe i'll have to yeah maybe don't work. do that <laughs> <laughs> so this is the story of emmett stone who is one of the members of a disbanded motorcycle gang called the tin gypsies and emmett really just enjoys some no strings type of attachments with people. That's how he likes it. And so when this woman that he meets a couple of months ago proposes they have a fling without using their names, without really sharing any personal information, like that's great for him because the tin gypsies are now disbanded. Um, this series is not like your typical motorcycle biker gang type of series. They are disbanded, um, but they are still close and friends. And there's been a lot of drama since the since the motorcycle gang disbanded. So now he just really wants drama free, no strings, no attachment. And so this this whole little arrangement suits him just fine. She likes to ride on the back of his bike on Saturday afternoons, go out and like go around and, and then, you know, have some fun, sexy times and wake up in his bed Sunday morning. And that just kind of works for everyone. But what he doesn't realize is that her name is Nova Talbot and her father murdered his father, which is, oh no, so distressing. And she is going to need to try to convince Emmett, that her feelings are real for him before he finds out who she is and, and figures out why she initiated this fling in the first place. So probably some intrigue, um, sounds a little fluffy, but with Devney Perry, there's always some pretty good deep character development. She always makes me cry in her books. Very, very well written. So this book is Tin Queen, Tin Gypsy, book six by Devney Perry, and it's coming out on September 14th, and I can't wait. So my second book is A Reckless Match, Ruthless Rebels, number one, by Kate Bateman. Um, this is about two feuding families. Um, I think, uh, is it Stacy that likes enemies to lovers, or does she not? Yes. No, she loves enemies to lovers. Okay, so she she might like this. Um, it is a Regency romance, um, but it doesn't look like there's going to be like a bunch of balls and palm leaves and things of that nature, which I know she doesn't <laughs> like. <laughs> um, <laughs> so these this is two ri- uh, rival families that. Um, you know, these, these two 
young characters that we are focused on, um, Maddie Montgomery, and I'm just going to call him Griff. Um, they have, they've, you know, they're part of rival families. They grew up hating each other. Um, and now Maddie's family is in financial straits. They are going under and they're kind of counting on the, I believe this is the Davis family, um, to miss their annual, uh, what they call pledge of goodwill of seeding the land that is between their two properties. I'm not exactly sure what that means. Um, but that could be a good thing for her family. And it seems that with Griff out of the way, or he's gone somewhere, that, you know, hope is in, in sight for, the, for her family. But then Griff shows up. And him and Maddie, I mean, he, he kind of, he's like, he's a little baffled. He's like, wow, when did this, when did the tomboy that I grew up knowing turn into this young woman? Um, and I guess they call some kind of truce at some point is the way I'm reading into this. They find some contraband on the, on their property and, they decide that this could benefit both families. And so they are going to work together, it seems, to figure out um, uh, what this is all about, how it can benefit both of their families. And it says that they become lovers. So enemies to lovers. There you go. Yeah, this looks pretty good. I haven't read a really, really good Regency romance in a long time. Um, so I, I look forward to reading this one. I always like a little bit of mystery enemies to lovers is always kind of fun. Um, so this looks really good. This book is called a reckless match, ruthless rebels. Number one by Kate Bateman. And it comes out on September 28th. My second book this evening is The Man Who Died Twice, The Thursday Murder Club, book two by Richard Osman. It is about four people in their 70s and 80s, and they live in a pretty posh, um, like senior citizens apartment complex. And you find out in the first book that Elizabeth worked for the police at one time and the Thursday murder club gets together and they solve, they try to solve cold cases. And this is the second book in the series. The first book was so much fun. And the second one involves the same group of characters. Elizabeth gets a letter from an old friend of hers who she's known for a really long time. And this person, uh, it just says, is involved with stolen diamonds, violent mobsters, and possible hit on their life. And the tagline to the whole thing is, you know, wouldn't it be great if the Thursday Murder Club could solve the mystery? Oh, and if they got the diamonds back too, that would be great. Um, these books are really funny. 
I definitely recommend them. A very interesting older characters. And I'm really looking forward to this one. It comes out on September 28th. So that book, again, is The Man Who Died Twice, The Thursday Murder Club, book two, by Richard Osman. So my next book is Striking Range, Timber Creek Canine Mystery, number seven, by Margaret Mishima. And it comes out on September 7th. Because, you know, September 7th is a great book release day. So in this book, we continue with our um, usual characters. Um, We've got Maddie Cobb and her canine partner, Robo. So in the last book, Maddie discovers something um, and it's related to the death of her father. So now in this book, she's going to go to um, the prison and she's going with a California cold case detective. So we'll call him Jim. And they're going to be meeting with a guy named John Cobb and they're going to talk to him about some murders that happened in the past. Well, obviously, since he's a cold case, but whatever. So when they get to the prison, they discover that John is actually dead because oh. he has just had, um, they've just found him after an overdose, which, like, that's not cool. So now no. Maddie's kind of stressed out because she's she came all this way to, like, talk to this person about this case that she's working on and she just doesn't know because she wants to figure out like some stuff from her past so what is actually left for her is a map so they find a map and this map is like of the area around timber creek so she's kind of like what the heck so her and jim they go back to timber creek And they get together with some of her um, workmates. There's Stella and I want to say his name is Kobe. And she's hoping that they can help her kind of discover, like they gave an area in the Colorado mountains that they need to go to. And they're looking for some kind of clue. I don't actually know what the clue is, but this map has some kind of given them a clue of kind of where in this big area that this they're going to find this information at the same time Cole is goes missing and he has gone missing with who now Maddie thinks is the one who actually killed her father and so you'll learn this in other books and you learn this really quickly but Cole and Maddie are together they're dating um cole is the veterinarian for the area and he um in the beginning of the book from from the synopsis and i gotta mention it because it totally relates to things i do but robo um her canine partner has sired a litter of puppies and cole can't help out maddie as much as he normally does in a lot of her a lot of the books 
because he is taking care of Robo's progeny. Um, oh. They need a little extra help. I know. <laughs> I was so excited. I'm like, oh my God, puppies. Even if they are German Shepherds, it's okay. Oh, German <laughs> Shepherd puppies. I know. <laughs> you have to. You'll have to tell. Um, you'll have yes. to tell. Kristen will be very Kristen. happy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you'll have to tell Kristen. Yes. Um, yeah. So German that's about shepherds. all I know. So that's about all I know about the book. Um, I'm really excited about it. It's Striking Range, Timber Creek, Canine Mystery, number seven. And it's by Margaret Mishima. And it comes out on September 7th. The next book I'm going to talk about tonight is by another author that is new to me. It's called Once Upon a Broken Heart, Once Upon a Broken Heart, book one by Stephanie Garber. This book is about Evangeline Fox. Evangeline grew up in her father's curiosity shop on legends of immortals like the Prince of Hearts. And she knows that he will grant favors, but they don't always, always come out the way that you would intend. And so she, you know, is just kind of living her life. And then she finds out that the man she loves is going to marry another. So if you were Evangeline, what would you do? I'm not Get sure. Get drunk no. like I did? Well, exactly. <laughs> That's what I would do. But Evangeline calls upon the tragic king of hearts to Ooh. make a bargain with her. Will oh. he please stop the wedding? And if he does Why this, did I think of that? I know. I did not <laughs> either. Not that it's actually happened to me, but I did not think of it either. And I'm like not joking. <laughs> if he stops the wedding, <laughs> then she will give him three, count them three kisses. Okay. Seems right. simple and straightforward. However, she didn't realize until after her first promised kiss with the Prince of Hearts that he wants far more from her than those three kisses. And his plans for her are either going to end, and I quote, in the greatest happily ever after or an exquisite tragedy. Whoa. And I need this book like I need air to breathe. I have to have it. It sounds great. It's called, what the hell is it called? Once upon. Oh I'm sorry. Once and it's called Once Upon an Ex-Boyfriend's Wedding. That's right. That's what it should be called. Once Upon a Broken <laughs> Once Upon a Broken Heart. Once Upon a Broken Heart, book one by Stephanie Garber. And there's a little bit of um, confusion. One source says that it's coming out September 28th. And one source says it's coming out September 30th. And I'm unclear which source to trust. Sad. But either way, um, Goodreads says it's coming out on the 28th. And the email that I have about it says it's coming out the 30th. So I would say start looking for it on September 28th and be glad if, if you, that's the date. If yeah. you pre-order your books, check it on October 1st. <laughs> yeah, right. takes, it takes out all the worry. That's right. <laughs> Maybe it'll come out August 28th and make all of our lives. Right? Ah. I think this looks really fun. I've never read anything by her. Shannon said she wrote a trilogy called like caravel that's like about caravel yeah 
it is time for a hard right turn from oh like dangerous bargains with the prince of hearts to <laughs> the battlefields of world war one france Ooh. Ooh. no bargains were made there i take it probably <laughs> not so my next pick is the woman at the front by leisha cornwall and it comes out on september 28th this is the story of Eleanor Atherton, and Eleanor has graduated at the top of her class in medical school, but no one really wants her to make medicine her career. Um, she thinks a lot about going overseas and being able to play a significant role in the lives of, of wounded soldiers, but people aren't really about that. They tell her, like, she could be a nurse or she could be an ambulance driver, but Women just shouldn't be doctors, especially women who come from good families like Eleanor's. So when she is hired as the private doctor for this member of the British kind of upper class, she decides that that's kind of the closest that she's going to get to practicing medicine. And so she goes with this, this family to France. And there, of course, as, as things are likely to you know, work out for her, she finds herself enmeshed in the horrors of the battlefield. Um, we read a lot about World War II, but not nearly as much about World War I. And so I'm really excited about this book. I love learning about women who sort of defied social convention and did you know, what they knew that they needed to do. Um, so I'm really looking forward to this one. It is The Woman at the Front by Leisha Cornwall, and it comes out on September 28th. That's a good day All for right. books. It is a good day for books. So my next book is a series that all of you should have read because I have, I have mentioned it. <laughs> um, I don't often. think we have yet. And, and, and you all... Book Bistro, all of you should have read it. <laughs> um, so this, this is the one and only Crystal Druid, which is in the Guild Codex Unveiled series by Annette Marie. <gasps> I'm sorry, comes... I haven't read them yet. Forgive me. I haven't either. <laughs> <clears throat> I, I just tisk tisk. <laughs> <laughs> um. Which and Annette Marie may be familiar to you as I talked about the book, the very first book that started off the entire Guild Codex series called Three Mages and the Margarita. Yes. And this is going to be a very challenging book to talk about because it is kind of a little bit spoilery. Um, but I have no idea. The blurb was written in the point of view of whoever the heroine is, and I have no idea of who that person is. So I'm kind of behind on that series, and I haven't read like the the adjoining series to see if she is someone that I know or recognize. But this book sounds super dark, um, and it is about and everyone was tripping over themselves when the author announced that they would be doing a series with starring this male character lead who is in the regular Guild Codex series character lead. And he's a druid. And um, he shows up in book two and he is a druid. And you get to learn all about 
the different types of magics and things that there are and, and animals come to his aid, but at a price. And the last time that I had seen him, um, he was a pretty, he's a pretty tortured soul. Ooh. Ooh, I know that some safe. of you on this podcast enjoy <laughs> tortured people. And as I, and, and if you may remember the three mages and the margarita also has some tortured men in this, in this series, their souls are dark and oh. brooding. Oh, so, so um, it sounds like this is going to be the Druid has a, um, he has a bounty on his head due to his actions in oh, I'd say probably book three of the original series, and um, and the Fae are trying to kill him, and she said that the first mistake was that he trespassed on her land. The second mistake is that he saved her life, and I forgot what the third mistake was, but he made it. Oh, the third mistake was to believe that she is not as broken as he is. So it oh. sounds like it sounds like quite the. Um, it sounds like it's going to be very dark and epic and lots of plot and wonderfulness. Um, and I would say that if you are interested in this, I don't know if this will be a good start starting point or not, but I would definitely say once again, that you should just read <laughs> three mages and a margarita. It is in a series that is completely the first regular part of the series is done. There are eight whole books in that series. And Ooh. it's great. So I'm ashamed. You, you all should read it. Me too. Um, so the one and How only, did I miss this? <laughs> so I don't this know. The one and only crystal, the one and only crystal druid by Annette Marie. The first book in the Guild Codex Unveiled series by and and it will be coming out on September 24th. So if you start now, you have plenty of time to begin the series that I originally discussed. You do, yes. <laughs> so that you I, can read this. Yes, in so order. I have to wait like, until, like oh, that has to be in order, I think. Well, the next book I'm going to talk about is a standalone novel by this delightful author, Alexa Martin. And I believe it's her first standalone novel. If it's not her first standalone novel, it's the first one that I have read or that I will read. It is read. the first. And the title is just glorious, Mom Jeans and Other Mistakes. And this book is about two best friends that say I do to living together. Ooh. Oh. One of the friends, his name is Jude Andrews, and she is famous. Well, at least on Instagram. She's <laughs> all about Pilates, clean eating, good vibes, and basically looking like a goddess. But in real life, as often is the case <laughs> she's a total disaster she has a really bad relationship with her mother who is hungry for fame and i guess vicariously living through her and her latest bad decision which we don't know emptied out her entire savings account this is already like, making my heart palpitate <laughs> next friend is lauren turner and lauren turner had a plan to graduate medical school and become the top surgeon in the country but wow. she became unexpectedly pregnant and these plans changed but not only that her fiance left her so her plans changed again so she's navigating the new world of mom groups which i can personally tell you suck 
co-parenting <laughs> and dating. And she decides to launch a mommy podcast with all the advice she wishes someone had given to her. Oh, Lord. <laughs> now, Jude and Lauren don't have much in common. And maybe that's why they've been such successful best friends since the third grade. Through the ups and downs, good and the bad, they've been by each other's sides. But now they're both broke, single. And so they decide to do the only thing that makes sense that they decided they would do if they ever came to this point when they were teenagers. What teenagers make good decisions again? (laughs) But, you know, when they were younger, the plan did not include a five-year-old daughter and more baggage than a little townhouse can hold. So this is Mom Jeans and Other Mistakes by Alexa Martin. And it comes out tomorrow. No, I'm kidding. No. It it comes out on September 7th, 2021. Yay! Soon. Woo. I saved my final book of the evening for last because I am so excited about it. I absolutely love this author. And I know I say this about lots of authors that I read, but I really, really love this author. She is wonderful about um, disability portrayals in her books and her characters are amazing. So we're going to be talking about With You Forever, Bergman Brothers, book four by Chloe Lease. And she is such an awesome author. And this book is coming out on, again, September 14th. That was a very popular day. And this is the story of Axel. He is one of the brothers, one of the older ones, and he's on the autism spectrum and he's an, a shy artist and he is wildly attracted to Rooney Sullivan, who, um, if you've read previous books, you know, she's a very dear friend of one of the other um, heroines in the series. And he's been able to avoid her for the most part until a game of charades goes wildly awry and Rooney ends up kissing him. And suddenly like, she's just around like helping with his career and like popping up at his home. And he doesn't quite know what to do with all this. And Rooney, she has been attracted to Axel for so long and she's hidden her crush and she's just been a good, just, you know, keeping it under wraps till charades happens and she kisses him. Oopsie. And so um, she tries to avoid him again, but situations keep throwing them together. And then something happens that we aren't very clear on from the synopsis. And they end up deciding to um, get married. So a marriage of convenience type of story, which is one of my favorites. And suddenly the grumpy, shy artist and the joyful, sunshiny, smiling heroine begin to really wonder if this is actually a love match. So if you're like me and you like the trope with the grumpy person and the sunshiny person, you would really, really like With You Forever by Chloe Lee's Bergman Brothers, number four. And it's coming out on uh, September 14th. And I just have to say that I am so thankful that I gave the first book a chance because I'm not always as open as I should be to the more like college age romances. I get really impatient and her writing is amazing. She's written about somebody who's deaf. She's written about somebody with anxiety. This book, the hero has 
is on, um, is on the autism spectrum and the heroine has IBD. Like I just love her characters so much. So my final book of the night, it looks, um, it looks so great and it looks pretty funny. Um, this is called the X hex. The X hex number one by Aaron Sterling. And this is Rachel Hawkins is what it says is writing as under the pen name, Aaron Sterling, I guess. Yes. Um, so the X hex is about this young witch that lives in um, a little town in Georgia. And she goes through a breakup and she decides that, you know, after she's drowned her weepy sorrows in vodka and all of this, that she's going to put a little X-hex on her ex. And she figures, oh, it won't be anything too bad. You know, just be a little inconvenience. She knows she shouldn't do it, but Revenge is always so sweet and tasty, isn't it? So mm, revenge. <laughs> so she does it and then she moves on with her life until Reese comes back into town and he is the ancestor of um or he's the descendant of some of the town ancestors. And he's pretty much in town to recharge the ley lines. And to make an appearance at the fall festival and then be off with his life. However, things start to happen to him. Just little catastrophes just seem to happen to him. So I'm guessing he's the ex. Because <laughs> it doesn't tell us that. But just right. with the events that, that come to be, it, it sounds like he may be. Maybe he's um, the ex or the hex went wrong. That's oh. yes, either or I'm not really sure, but I'm, I'm it kind of looks like he may be the ex. Um, so it says that they have to ignore their off the charts chemistry to find a way to save the townspeople and reverse the ex hex before things go terribly wrong. And what I find really funny is that the synopsis says that we get to look forward to wind-up toys, pissed-off oh. ghosts, and a talking cat that has a lot to say. Ooh. Well, I want a talking cat. <laughs> I think the wind-up toys are funny if they're not creepy. Yeah, true. Um, I don't think I want to know what my cats have to say. But um, this looks really cute. In a way, it looks funny. Um, I think it's going to be a cute little romance story. Um, it, I, I think the this little town in Georgia, I think, is mostly home to, like, witches and, and things of that nature. Um, so it just looks really enjoyable. I think this is going to be one of those books that you read when you need some laughter in your life. So this book is called The X-Hex, X-Hex number one by Aaron Sterling, and it will be out on September 28th. 
My last book for this evening is Under the Whispering Door by T.J. Klune, and it comes out on September 21st. I love T.J. Klune. I love every book that I have ever read by him. Um, I read The House in the Cerulean Sea, um, and that got five stars, and I read um, his young adult books, which are about comic book heroes, um, and I, I am enjoying that series as well. And in this book, Under the Whispering Door, uh, a man named Wallace dies, but instead of going to the beyond, he is sent to a village where he meets uh, a fairy man who carries people across to the other side, and they get to know each other and really like each other. Um, but the manager of the tea shop that Wallace always hangs out with in this little village says he has to move on to the other side because he is dead. Um, Wallace is not really prepared to do that. And the tea manager, the tea shop manager, gives him seven days in which to do so. So it's about how <clears throat> Wallace really, you know, comes to live during those seven days when he knows he has to cross over and, you know, the decisions that he makes and the things that he does. And I expect this book to be as empathetic and fun, fun and heartbreaking as the other TJ Klune books I've read. So I'm super excited to get my hands on this one. Again, it is Under the Whispering Door by TJ Klune, and it comes out on September 21st. So my last book is a young adult thriller, which is Stacy's absolute favorite kind of book. And it's called, This is Why We Lie by Gabriella Lapour. And it comes out on September 21st. So everybody in Gardner's Bay has a secret. Of course they do. I know, of course, I know. One day... Um, Dallas, not Dallas, Jenna Dallas and Adam Cole, they come across Colleen Odell's body on the coast of Gardner's Bay. So this obviously is not cool. And so it's gotten the community in a bit of a upheaval because it's kind of like what probably these kind of things don't happen here, you know, the usual kind of things. So Jenna, she attends Preston Prep, and Adam Cole, he attends Rookwood Reformatory School. And so the two of them, they, they kind of want, they want to know what's happened. But then Jenna's friend, gets blamed. So now it's even more important to Jenna that she figure out like what happened. So she starts digging. And of course, we're come on, we got a prep school and a reform school. So yeah. I'm pretty sure we're going to find some secrets. <laughs> so I'm pretty excited about that. But Adam, he knows that him and his friends are going to be put under the, uh, the magnifying glass, because of course, they're the bad boys, right? So, uh, yes. yeah, so he is going to stick up for his friends because he thinks that's the right thing to do. Well, 
no matter what some what like no matter what happens somebody's got to fall I know that that was so corny eh? but that was how the uh, (laughs) synopsis ended and I thought I really needed to throw that in so this is this is why we lie and it's by Gabriella Lepore and it comes out on September 21st Oh, a beautiful, beautiful school mystery. I know. We're going to have to do a school one. Yes. Yes, we are. So all I had to see in this next book, in the book description, were the words fake relationship. And I was like, sold. Because I love fake relationship books. They make me happy. This book is The Love Hypothesis by Allie Hazelwood. And this book is about Olive. She's a scientist. She's a third year doctoral candidate. And she does not believe in love at all. Long lasting romantic relationships, bah, they can't be proven. It's not scientifically possible. Unfortunately, her best friend, Anne, does believe in long lasting loving relationships. And she wants Olive to be in one. So what does like a scientist do when She's being challenged to find love. Well, if you're Olive, you go out and kiss the first man you see. But unfortunately for you, it ends up being the jackass young professor who works at Stanford in the labs. This would happen to me. I mean, I think it'd be kind of fun if it happened to me, but, you know, I don't get to play fake relationships because I'm in one that's not. So... But one can dream about how this would all play out. But anyway, I digress. So Olive is like, holy crap. I just kissed this guy whose name is, I believe, Adam. And uh, yes. So she kisses this Adam guy and is horrified when she realizes, oh, my God, I kissed this total ass young hotshot professor. Well, to her great surprise, Adam keeps her secret. And agrees to play her fake boyfriend. Oh. To make Anne happy and to kind of get her off her back. But then something dramatic happens at a science conference. Of course it does. I mean, it, that just makes me laugh, thinking of drama among scientists. And I believe that somehow Olive might be found out. But then Adam has her back. And the two of them have to decide, is this still fake or could this be more real? Well, it can't be real because it's anticipated. not possible. Well, right. But maybe her hypothesis is inaccurate. Perhaps. But in order to find out if love can come from this particular fake relationship, you will need to read The Love Hypothesis by Allie Hazelwood, which comes out on September 14th. Guess what I'll be reading that day? Yes. My text asking you how the book is. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot wait. I'm so, I just think it's going to be fun. I love That's fake relationship awesome. books. They make me happy. My last pick tonight is the latest novel from Australian author, Leanne Moriarty. This is Apples Never Fall, which I think is an amazing title, um, but the synopsis is even more amazing. I let so, her win. Yes, she did. <laughs> so Apples Never Fall 
releases on September 14th. It has been in my list of pre-orders since like late spring. So I'm super excited for it. This is the story of the Delaney family. And the thing to know about them is that they really do love each other, even though sometimes they want to murder each other. Um, I think that's kind of a dangerous thing to want, especially when a member of the family ends up going missing. So the mother of the family, I believe her name is Joy, she goes missing after a mysterious stranger shows up on her doorstep. And now that she's gone, the police and her children have a lot of questions. But there's only one person they can ask, and that is her husband. Now, you would suppose that he would be like forthcoming and want to help find his missing wife, especially if that would sort of prove that, you know, he didn't do anything to harm her. But, you know, that doesn't seem to be the case. He has a lot of things to hide. And so now this family is divided. Two of his four children believe that he's completely innocent in all of this. Two of them aren't sure. They are squaring off, taking sides. But at the end of all of this, you know, ultimately, they just want to know what happens to their mother. They're really hoping she's safe, but what if she's not? This sounds like dysfunctional families, like at their best or maybe their worst. I don't know. Um, there's something really intriguing to me about family drama. Um, my family is super close, um, but perhaps also a little neurotic and dysfunctional. So books like this really appeal to me. This is Apples Never Fall by Leanne Moriarty. It comes out on September 14th. And I still maintain that Big Little Lies is the best thing she's ever written. Although if this is as good as it sounds, um, it may rival it. You will just have to see. So my last book, I was a little hesitant about this last book. Um, and I'll tell you why in a moment, but... The last, my last pick is called Don't Look Now by Mary Burton. If you do plan to look this up on Goodreads, be sure to type Don't Look Now, Mary, because there are a million titles with, with the words Don't Look Now. Oh, yes, there are. Um, so, so this book is, I'm very interested in reading it. Mary Burton is definitely a... She is a little more suspense than romance, um, but there are elements of both in that series. And she she writes some gruesome shit. Like my god, Mary Burton's pretty terrifying. So don't look now. Right. Comes out on September twenty eighth. Um, and this all book, these books that come at the end of the I, month. I do. You know, it's just exercising my patience. It's fine. Um, this book is about a woman named Jordan and she is a police officer and she's kind of pitted against a serial killer of course and the serial killer attacked her sister and almost killed her and so now the serial killer is um is back and going after more women and um and then there is a Texas Ranger which is this is why I'm going to read this book right here Texas Ranger um <laughs> there's a Texas Ranger and Jordan, who is the um, police officer, she's very much like, I'm doing this on my own. She, I think she probably takes some risks and she's very much, of course. you know, there's like a personal stake in it, right? Because they attacked 
he attacked her sister and now she is hell bent on stopping this person. Um, and it sounds like, it sounds like she ends up experiencing some trauma and is attacked. And oh. the book says that her vision ends up becoming more limited. And I'm really, and I, that was what kind of made me feel a little, a little hesitant, you know, but Mary, Mary hasn't steered me wrong yet. And um, so it says that her vision is limited. It didn't explain exactly like how limited it is, but I'm very interested in what's going to happen because this person has a job that is, you know, like she is a police officer. She's doing, you know, this, this by the book police officer and gathering evidence and things like that. And so I'm really interested to see if, even though her vision is limited to see how like those cop instincts still get to work in that, in that story. And they have to work together to track this killer down. So again, the book is called Don't Look Now by Mary Burton, and it comes out on September 28th. I don't know that I want any police officers with limited vision. Like I think about police officers having guns and I I just don't know. Well, my next book is Shannon's favorite kind of book. And you know, Shannon's going to love this book so much. Is it a ghost story? Oh gosh, yes. This is for those of us who really liked the show, The Haunting of Hill House. I did! And Get Out. Oh my God. They got together and made a love child. It would be White Smoke by Tiffany D. Jackson. This made me so mad because I love this author and now she's getting like all ghosty and I just, I I can't (laughs) Must read it because it's like a train wreck. Maybe. It's like a train wreck. So this book is about Marigold, who is already running from ghosts. But the phantoms of her old life keep haunting her because, you know, you can run, but not far enough. Ghosts? No, never. But she feels like moving to a small California beach town with her new family. So this beach town is called Cityville. I kind of want to say Cityville, but I don't feel like that would suit California. That's a ridiculous name. Yes, it is. But it might just be the fresh start that Marigold needs. You know, her mom has accepted a new job. She's getting a free house. And now she's getting a bratty 10-year-old stepsister named Piper. Funny how they're always named Piper, right? And, you know, not only does the town have, like, the corniest name ever, but the street is Maple Street, where the house is. And it's very, you know, (laughs) renovated, picture perfect. But it's surrounded by, like, eyesores and dilapidated houses and uh, wary neighbors that have very, very deep, dark secrets. But that's only half the problem because household items vanish, doors are opening on their own, the lights are turning on and off, and it's not like her stepsister downstairs telling Google in a hush whisper to turn them on and off to scare her. And (laughs) not only that, but there seems to be a really nasty smell seeping through the vents that only Marigold notices you know, as these oh. things happen. But even worse, Piper keeps talking about a friend that wants Mary gone. Ooh. But oh, we all know mess. that running from ghosts is just a metaphor, right? What? Right? Uh, no. 
the house closes in on her, Mary learns that the danger isn't only limited to the house or Maple Street because Cedarville has its secrets and secrets always find their way through the cracks. Apparently they stink too. Wow. (laughs) So this is White Smoke by Tiffany D. Jackson. And Shannon is going to read this because she won't be able to help herself. Shannon loves every aspect of this book and it's cracking me up. I I, I can't do it. (laughs) This book will come out on September 14th. Oh my gosh. 2021. Someone has to read this if we yes, do, me. like for the, the creepy books episode in October. Yes. So this brings us to the end of a very long, very chaotic episode that I have to say I have been recording since the end of July in like little bits and pieces. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you. Normally I, I thank we'll the never participants. travel again. <laughs> no, I, I think I, I have to say, like, I put a moratorium on book bistro people traveling. Like, it's just not allowed anymore. <laughs> no more vacation. Um, it's, it's to our own summer retreat together. So One normally, day. I thank the episode participants first. But I think this time, I really have to say thank you to Christine for doing amazing <laughs> work on all of these little, like, bits and pieces of episodes that have come in. Thanks, as always, to the Book Bistro crew, um, Kristen, Sarah, Stacy, Mika, Amber, Brooke, and Natalia. I think that's everybody. <laughs> <laughs> and thanks goes out to all of you who join us each week as we talk about great books. If you would like to leave us a rating or a review, you can do that on Apple Podcasts or any other platform that you use to access the show. Not only does it tell us what you think, but it also helps other people find us when they're looking for book-related podcasts. Um, It kind of advances us in the Google algorithm. So I will be back next Tuesday morning with an author interview and, of course, the guide to new releases. And some number of us will be back on Friday with more bookish greatness. Take care, everybody.